0: Welcome to episode 12 of the BAM Creative show, we're talking about digital strategy and marketing. My name is Jess and I'm a digital strategist here at BAM Creative. Josh. Someone else go now. <laughs> oh, I thought
1: we were holding to the pattern.
0: No, I will just go. you go.
1: Sweet. I'm Josh, uh, the business development manager at BAM Creative. Good job. Uh, I'm uh, Richard, I'm the digital producer at BAM Creative. Are you sure? Mm -hmm.
0: You seem to be unsure about that, but that's cool.
2: We wear wear many hats. (laughs) We we all wear many hats, so sometimes we
1: get a bit confused.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Cool. Oh, we're talking about digital strategy. Our opinions on...
0: Our opinions on digital strategy, if you need it.
1: Yeah, like we were talking about what we were just talking about before, about how it's all a process, and then whether we need to focus when when people ask, you know, or when they ask, do I need a digital marketing? Oh, do I need mm. digital marketing? How oh, it's actually, no, you don't, you need a strategy.
0: You need a strategy. And cause like, if we can go all the way back to, let's start talking about ours. Cause I thought that was, yeah. Yeah. Um, with ours particularly, we covered it in episode six. I think it was the content marketing strategy for BAM and how that's going. And I think that was a really good basis for talking about how, um, you can create a strategy based on a single piece of content and then kind of split up those pieces of content to you know, create that schedule and that strategy and things like that. Um, but now we've really reached a point where it's been, I think it's two months or just over two months mm. since we did our very first episode. Mm-hmm. Now we have that data um, to be able to go, okay, so where do we go from here? But we also have that process so we can see how the process has worked for us, and if there's any changes we can make, Mm. if there's any particular platforms that we can really give our attention to. Um, So those kinds of things are, I think, imperative to, you know, why you actually need a strategy.
2: Sure. So Jess, would you say that there have been um, results that have made you think of changes we can make to where we... how? Yes. We post things.
0: Well, it was interesting because the other day, Josh, you said that you wanted to talk about doing paid campaigns, like specific campaigns across different platforms for our strategy. Hundred percent. And I, um, I have cold feet because <laughs> my my thing really comes from the fact that like now I have seen the results, which I'll talk about in a sec. Um, but I kind of want to create, and I, I don't know whether I want to create a strategy specifically for paid or if I'd rather just keep focusing my energy on organic because organics actually done really well for us so far mm-hmm. so we talked about how you know I think our Instagram's grown by like 1800 uh, percent traffic to the website sure. for example um, you know so the things that I have found for example are we get a, a lot of engagement through video and that's in any platform so whether we're sharing the mm. video on Instagram on Twitter, on Facebook, and on LinkedIn. So the results for each of those are different depending on the platform, which um, I can talk a little bit more about. But it's shown me obvious changes that I would like to incorporate in a new strategy. Right. And I wouldn't have known that if I didn't have the initial strategy in the first place. Sure. So the initial strategy helped me to just go, okay, what? Just to define what platforms are actually sharing on mm-hmm. what is the purpose and why mm-hmm. and how often sure. but I mean it was really basic but now I can evolve that strategy even further yeah. it just kind of helps to give me a roadmap I know that was quite an no, elaborate no, answer <laughs> but yeah
2: so like in summary um if you don't have a strategy then it's harder to um to know which goals you know yeah. you're supposed to be meeting yep and then when you get to a certain point uh, you want to do a bit of a recce have you met those goals? It's a lot easier if you put the Mm. plan in place. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: and exactly. And like, so the initial goal was really, um, (laughs) it was quite broad. I mean, obviously it was to increase brand awareness, which I think we have done. Sure. Like we're slowly getting there. Um, And the other was... Oh, we've done it. We're we're doing it right now at this very point in time. But the other thing was also um, obviously increasing Mm. leads, which we've done. And increasing, organic tra- oh not organic, sorry, increasing traffic through to the website. But now I've actually got numbers. Mm. Go, okay, there's kind of a baseline that I can go, mm. let's review that and let's use the data that I've got and how people are actually interacting with our content. Because we always talk about, mm. like, we love podcasting, but maybe your audience isn't really into podcasting. Maybe they yeah. prefer to read, maybe they prefer to watch video, for example. Yeah. And so... Um, how do we use that data and incorporate that into the next time and how can it affect those figures? Yeah.
2: So it sounds to me like you've got quite a lot to share about um, maybe um, the different platforms mm-hmm. um, and what you might do in the next wave. But we did just touch on um, paid advertising for a bit. And before we sort mm. of move on from that, uh, it, it might be really interesting for our listeners or our, our, our viewers um, to get a bit of insight into what we might be considering mm-hmm. for a paid ad campaign if we... Yeah. proceed with one. So I guess uh, my question there would be, you know, would we decide to change the messaging? Because you mentioned that videos yeah. is, is you know, mm. what we're doing is all quite natural, quite organic, whereas yeah. um, an ad campaign that is maybe uh, more tailored towards pointing people to our services page or something like that, mm-hmm. would we, I mean, how would you recommend it? Would you change, um, you know, create some bespoke creative um, that meets a more sort of sales-oriented goal? Mm-hmm. Or would you just boost what we're already doing?
0: Well, I definitely go and actually create specific campaigns mapped to specific goals. And if that means that we have to go back to the website and create some new landing pages to help, you know, help those users convert and turn them into um, leads eventually, then I think that's a lot more valuable than putting money on a, on a post that's just gone out, that's part of our social strategy, for example, because um, the social strategy posts are a smaller piece of the bigger picture. As if like an actual specific planned campaign is kind of like the bigger picture anyway. Because that's really the goal, right? So the goal for all of our little pieces is to eventually get people to come to our website, to view us as the authority in digital marketing strategy in Perth or Australia. So it's kind of like building as if, yeah, the strategy is just like, bam. No pun intended.
1: (laughs) If you did not say that, I would say creative.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not capital letters. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that that's part of And that's just Facebook, for example. Mm. Um, obviously, the campaign would be different depending on um, different platforms. Okay. But then, you know, in saying that, I would really like to um, do, like, Instagram stories. But I would never do an Instagram stories paid campaign because okay. we're not currently using Instagram stories so in that it kind of mm, seems mm-hmm. disingenuous in that way so I'm just trying to formulate like the best way to come across I don't want to disrupt people mm. I want people to get value out of the mm-hmm. larger campaign because it kind of ties into the rest of the content that we're doing currently so that's just bits of random thoughts here and there Yeah,
1: I don't see a paid campaign ne- ne- needing to be put together that like is with the specific like sales pitch or anything in line mm. like the the sole reason why I'm recommending that we do paid is just to scale
0: yeah sure
1: scale based on what's mm. working well so obviously I would never recommend that we run a youtube campaign if we're not quite um, you know hitting where we want to in terms of say just the videos as they get posted up mm. but for something like facebook and we've talked about how we're able to target by employees by job yeah. titles by location like it makes perfect sense to me that we put together some unique content just for marketing managers or communications mm. managers. Yeah. And then we, we put that on that platform knowing full well that although people will be scrolling down,
0: mm.
1: a percentage of them as well of the entire market. And so I think we're looking at, was it 1.2 million? So there's around around about 12,000, or oh, 1,200, sorry that are just in Perth, that that have that marketing manager, sales manager, communications mm. manager type um, title. And so for us to be able to put the content there, knowing that maybe 3% of them are going to be coasting through, see the information, click on it and realize, oh, cool, that resonates with me yeah, sure. and then builds rapport. But because it's backed by a, um, a budget just to help expand the reach, that's what I want to have happen on Facebook and on LinkedIn. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, I think the beauty about what you've talked about as far as realizing, cool, our strategy at the outset was this thing and it was with these goals, but now we can be smarter because we've got the baseline. Mm. Like that's the perfect kind of process that we want to train every client to have when they engage with us for digital marketing. Mm. It's not to just be the one-off, give us a digital strategy that's going to solve our problems for the next 12 to 24 months. It's, hey, this is a strategy um, based on where your, where your current baseline is And then after this, after one month, we review it, we adjust, or two months, we review and adjust, and we just continue that continuous improvement process. Yeah. Because for myself, I don't see any great need. I mean, sales tomorrow is always great, but I'm quite happy with it just being a long game. Yeah. And then us making those incremental improvements, because we've already had leads come through, we've had a sale um, as a direct result from the content marketing campaign. Yeah.
0: But the other thing that I find concerning if we go way, way, way back is the work and the effort that's been involved in getting something like this up and running, and so I understand when a lot of clients come to us and they want, um, whether it's just a Facebook campaign or something like that, to take away. And our frustration is—if I, I don't know if that's the right way to say it—but our frustration is that well, like one consideration the, is a consideration. Thanks, Josh. It's is that <laughs> English isn't my first language? It is. Anyway, the, the um, second <laughs>
1: consideration
0: is. is is more the fact that like we'd love to do an entire strategy. And my first yep. question is always like, well, what's your current strategy? How does this fit into your strategy? How does this fit into your business objectives, for example? And I think because it is so large, it's very in depth because a digital strategy is really inspired by your branding and your business goals um, and how to meet those. I
1: As well as your, even your marketing goals. Yeah. And
0: so on. It's kind of, I can see why people get really overwhelmed and just stop before they even start. I don't really know um, or understand the importance of something like this because it does take a lot of work, it does take a lot of time, mm-hmm. and we do have to take time out of our day to go, okay, in the two months that we've started a podcast, um, how has it been going for us? Let's review all those, you know, there's 40 pieces of content per episode multiplied by, like at this point, what, 11 episodes, for example. Mm. How did they perform? When were they posted? On what platform? What was the reaction, you know? um, And then take that and and evolve the strategy. It's really, it does take a lot of time. And so I think um, it it would be great if people begin to understand the importance of a strategy because it can actually help you in the long term <laughs> to, you know, it, it's like, you're going to be spending the time anyway. Right. So you're mm. going to be spending the time to do digital marketing or social media marketing or content market, whatever it is you need, you know, and you understand that you need to get yourself out there. But if you don't have that clear roadmap and those clear milestones, mm. it can just become quite confusing and overwhelming. Um, and so that's why I think it, yeah, you're going to spend the time anyway. You may as well spend the time by, you know, making your time more effective. Sure,
1: yeah. But we we all know why people don't do it anyway. Is it the
0: time or money thing? Time and or money.
1: Yeah.
0: One of those. Both of those together. Yes. And they focus on immediate results as well. And there's a risk. There is a risk associated. I, I think a lot of people are really afraid of just failing or, you know if I do this one post, why haven't I got a sale or a lead Mm -hmm. from like a week of posting? And it's like, the reality is it doesn't happen that way. And the fact is that, you know, particularly social media is changing a lot now. And we were just talking before about how, you know, we scroll really fast through all of our content. And so the attention span is just becoming smaller. Mm. It's, it's, yeah, it's dwindling really. And um, how, I think that's why social media marketing and all, you know, any kind of digital yeah. marketing is now very reliant on brand.
2: I think you're right. I think you don't raise your brand's profile by throwing retail uh, campaigns at people. Mm. You know, you might get the immediate sale, but you, you don't, it, it's, as soon as it stops, it's, it's over. There's mm-hmm. no uh, residual benefit, whereas something that, um, you know, elevates your, your uh, brand's positioning in people's minds mm. uh, will have, um, you know, longer term
0: benefits. Mm. Do you guys have anything else to add? Because I want to, like, get into my notes. Yeah,
1: your notes. Bring in notes. I want to bring out my
0: notes because paper makes me look amazingly smart. Bring them out. Bring them out. Nothing. Nothing secure. No, no. Let's just do, like...
1: iPhone uh, password.
0: Yep. But, yeah, it's interesting because with the two months of doing um, social media marketing. So on LinkedIn, the posts that we specifically took out from each of our episodes, um, like the quotes, the videos, just the links through to the articles, the ones that were particularly about um, career advancement and networking have done really well. And I mean, obviously, yes, it's LinkedIn, um, but LinkedIn have been doing a massive push lately to become, you know, the Facebook of B2B. And so, implementing more social you know hashtags for example are massive on LinkedIn personally I wouldn't expect that and I probably wouldn't use that and I think it's a bit weird Um, it's probably a bit like I'm coming from an old school mentality if I don't really think it looks very professional but if LinkedIn are trying to introduce this more social aspect and get people to you know network a bit better or interact or share parts of their lives even more on LinkedIn, then I suppose hashtags is a way to do that. Um, so we're posting hmm. once a day on LinkedIn, right? And the engagement was good. Like it, it's grown more now that we've taken that chance because initially we talked about the fact that we just ignored LinkedIn altogether. Was
1: mm-hmm. it five times a week?
0: Uh Yeah. So we're right. doing, yeah, five times a week. Um,
1: How many of them are quotes versus video versus?
0: I think it was like two quotes, one video, and then like a couple of links here and there. So it was definitely more quotes because we can smash them out a lot easier than videos. For example, video editing is a, is a little bit more time consuming and that's why people wouldn't really do it. But um, the time spent doing video editing is a lot more worthwhile like the return you get is much bigger and we've talked about yep. you know the time spent and the money spent but the ROI is much bigger so
1: and the, and to be clear that's not mm. video that's natively uploaded to LinkedIn mm. that's video that's just a click to view on a buffer yep um, page or or sometimes on YouTube and always yeah. on YouTube so, so it's there's stuff, big opportunity for us to put oh, it in natively
0: sure. like it's stuff like when we do an episode like I'll go through and go okay what What is a piece of content that stands out on its own that someone just started watching and they were able to get value out of it without knowing anything really about the background of what we were talking about previously or whatever followed afterwards? So that's really my driving force to create those clips. And then obviously, because we talk over each other sometimes, um, then I'm like, oh, I can't use that because it becomes hard to understand what exactly Mm -hmm. is going on, um, but I wasn't specifically creating content for LinkedIn alone. But now I will. I'll do that. Um, so I'm hoping that then the engagement on LinkedIn will increase a bit more with that increase in videos and you know going back through recent. Oh, sorry, all the sure. episodes and seeing what actually will work.
1: Yeah, um, no, I agree. I think as well. Like the the add to that is really the the support of. The entire team to push the content. Mm. It can't just be from the brand. Yeah. So you know any of our client brands, we can't just impose upon them. Not impose, but recommend solely that this be the LinkedIn activity for your brand. Mm. It really needs to be led from the director to the sales manager to the account managers, like everyone involved, so that there's just a a good wave of all of this message, Mm. all these messages being pushed out to everyone in their networks. Yeah. I think that's where you really get the mileage.
0: Yeah. Because yeah, yeah,
1: you can leave with a question and then engage.
0: So, yeah, exactly I'm right. About it. What's interesting as well is like, you know, something that Gary Vee always talks about is, you know, being constant and visible to your audience. And so I can see parts in his strategy where he does that, where he feels that there's worth. And one of those is Twitter, for example. But he has been doing that. Uh, he's been increasing the visibility on LinkedIn, for example. So he actually posts about three times in 24 hours on average, right? And I find that a lot. Like for us, we do once... Um, a day, five times a week. And the only reason why we ever decided to do that was because we had nothing else to go on from before. So we are like, let's just try once a day and see how we go with that. And obviously it's increased our engagement, but I'm now I'm at the stage where I'm like wondering, like is LinkedIn a platform where we want to increase that visibility and post multiple times a day, not three times a day, every day, but maybe there's more days where we get higher engagement. Mm-hmm. That the answer would, is yes, you know? yeah.
2: Like, 100%. Yeah. And I agree with what you're saying, Josh, as well. I mean, you,
1: you don't know where your next lead might come through. If we're going to actually get exactly. land one, it could be someone that you worked with. Well, three yeah. or mm. four leads have come from LinkedIn, so yep. there's no question. Yeah. Like, even if we were to, yeah, like, like we've had a chat before, for us to have the activity on Facebook and Instagram, as much as it's about adding value on those respective platforms, mm. it is very much also about us being able to show, like, like one of our clients has said, Graham, mm um that we eat our own dog food and then really just focus on
0: dude i'm drinking cop okay go on
1: yeah you're drinking cop
0: Um, (laughs) and then then, yeah
1: just be able to like ramp up that activity on linkedin is going to be instrumental for us yeah and i think it'll be instrumental for any b2b business like if they're not doing it they're missing out and we're going to find like when this trip when you trip when this triples Mm -hmm. or when we like times five it It'll be insane. Mm. It'll be both because of the quality yeah. or oh, the con- quantity as well as the quality that you mm-hmm. bring to it. So I'm, I'm super excited. Now yeah. I think LinkedIn's um, really interesting because,
2: uh, look, it, unlike most social networks, um, you know, okay, sure, there is a corporate page, uh, but it is entirely made up of um, the individuals yeah. who are, uh, you know listed as working there. So the onus is on them. And I think Mm -hmm. some people are hesitant to take that responsibility. And so they would rather just, you know, not post anything. Um so there is a bit of a hurdle there for people to overcome. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just a training thing. I think you're right, yeah, 100 percent But professional
1: services do it. Yeah. You know, hand yeah. yeah. Like recruiters really can't join unless they're gonna be like you're told as part of your training. When you get an update Mm -hmm. from the big boss or from the brand, then you need to post that this market update was published yeah. or this PR piece was in the news. Mm. Send that out to your network because you're going around and you're liking every single person. You're trying to connect with every single person. Um, so, yeah, it is just a learning process. Mm. It's yeah. Just uh, uh, yeah, yeah. We can we can record this as of today. I, I, I guarantee that when we times five it, when we've got all the staff on board, yeah. we're going to have a massive amount of leads coming through as well.
0: A yeah. We're gonna be on a boat later. It's gonna be amazing, like a We're gonna
1: bo- have the boat song.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we have songs, guys.
1: Can you put the boat song? in?
0: We will at this.
1: Do we have the technology? If you pre-
0: click here, I'll put like one of those YouTube things. You we click need to here. Put... I'll reference you. <laughs> so we,
2: need to, we need to put an explicit badge on the podcast, though.
0: Yeah, That's right. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> but going back to all that, we're tying that all together. I would not have known, <laughs> um, <laughs> we would not have known any of this if we hadn't even gone, okay, let's just take a chance on LinkedIn. Let's just expand that and incorporate that into our digital strategy yeah. moving forward. And now we can see like where the pieces are fitting. And so, yeah, now I would actually create content mm. with LinkedIn in mind and, um, And with video content on LinkedIn, it's really interesting because I would kind of think that, you know, people wouldn't really be languishing on on LinkedIn as they would on Facebook. Like, I checked Facebook at least 20 times a day. Um, I do work. I work very hard. But I do check Facebook because... That's when my mum messages me, you know, like, and so it's the internet. It's the internet for me because it's my community. It's what's most suited to me. It's my pages. It's my interests. It's my likes. It's where I go to get all my news as we've talked about before, not just on things I'm interested in, but on my friends, you know, and my family. So it's far more. I go on Facebook way more than any other website, more than Google, more than, you know, so I'm just saying that, what was I saying? I don't know. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I think you're trying to make a point that you um, use yeah. Facebook yeah, because it's good for you.
0: Yeah. And I so think, I'm just yeah. saying that I can't see how... No, I remember that now. I can't see how people would spend that much time on LinkedIn. Like, I would never go, yeah. oh, I want to yeah. hang out on LinkedIn because I want to see what people uh, at my previous job were doing unless I was good mates with them. They would already be on my Facebook and then I would be more invested in them that way. Mm. uh, Unless I was in a position where like I'm looking for another job or I'm looking to hire or Mm. whatever reason, then maybe I'd hang out on Mm. LinkedIn. But so it's interesting to see the video engagement because I would assume that video engagement would be higher on Facebook because people are chilling out on Facebook because they're consuming all their Mm. content on Facebook as opposed to LinkedIn. But people are hanging out on LinkedIn. They're going through their feed. They are consuming video content. It is getting more engagement than, like, our quotes, for example, or our photos and our links. So, yeah, I find that kind of interesting. I got there in the end. Oh, God.
2: Look, I think um, (laughs) I'm in the same boat with you in regards to LinkedIn. Now, I think think they are actively trying to, you know, reposition themselves, I think, since Microsoft purchased them. I think they are trying to... um, Get more engagement happening there, but mm. I just I just check in once a month or something like that, and i yeah. and, and yeah, we, I will change my behaviour because yep. like you like you've you've been telling everyone today, there's good potential there for the for the good of um, not just myself but the the company I work for as well to, to engage with it as as a marketing tool. Mm-hmm. But I'm you know in terms of what I go in there uh, to consume, no, I would say I don't I don't check that very often, but but if if we're in the majority, Jess, that just shows that we have to be even more consistent with publishing, mm. because we need to have fresh content there
0: mm-hmm.
2: to reach people if they only check it
1: once a month.
0: I okay, mean, uh, you just said something really interesting. Why do people go on LinkedIn to consume? What do they consume yeah. on LinkedIn? Well, it's yeah. quite evident. Like, yeah. A
1: lot of professional services that don't allow you to mm. access Facebook or any other websites in work places. Mm-hmm. They will allow you to access LinkedIn because that's a place where you can network. It's business-related. Mm. Um, I think also the point that you guys raised about how like you prefer Facebook, mm-hmm. prefer Instagram. Neither of you would normally go on LinkedIn. I think that highlights a very common constraint for a lot of mm. people out there within their, within their own businesses. So John Smith, who owns a plumbing company, who has always just used newspapers is consistently thinking newspapers are the way to go i'm never going to consider online it's just like (laughs) for yourselves (laughs) you know thinking about facebook and how great it is um would it's very difficult to see the value of linkedin um and so it's all just this journey
0: Mm. and
1: and it's all predicated on say going through and i talked about it before that classic high school science experiment of having the aim coming up with the hypothesis implementing the method and then looking at the results and then coming up with the conclusion and then redoing it all again. Mm. So we've got, we've gone through that process already. And then what what you'll find is that for yourself at, I guess, mm. our demographic or our age range, um, Facebook and Instagram is probably the, the key platform. But for those that are in their 40s mm. to maybe 55, 60, they will still think LinkedIn is preferable because it's more relative to them and their business and mm. in their occupation. Yeah. One thing I would say, um,
2: you know, I ag- agree with you fully, Jess, that Facebook is my go-to social media uh, app, generally of choice. I'm not a big desktop user. Okay? Mm. Um, pretty much the same for, for all the different social networks, but Facebook is the one out of the whole lot where I don't get any email uh, come through to me because I blocked that 10 years ago or something because yeah. it's incessant yes. and it's all just little bits of information that mm-hmm. I can just, I'd rather get when I need it mm-hmm. on demand. Mm-hmm. Twitter, LinkedIn, Medium, they send me very frequent, um, you know, digests, daily digests of things that might be interested mm-hmm. to you. So even if I'm not on the LinkedIn app, I may actually know what's happening on LinkedIn. Yeah. And you can Basically, if you, if you write a piece of content that is considered worthwhile to a certain audience, then LinkedIn can email that to people without you even knowing. Mm -hmm. And that's, I mean, that's amazing.
0: Yeah. You know, it's kind of interesting as well because I suppose like with this evolution of Facebook and they've changed their algorithms and just going back to what you were saying in terms of the B2B, I, I do wonder if this humongous push from LinkedIn has really been the change in Facebook's algorithms to, you know, there's, well, I think we talked a few episodes ago about Buffer and their experiment of posting multiple times on Facebook a day and how that actually, how posting less actually increased engagement and um, traffic through to their Mm. website. So I do wonder if the change with their um, algorithm has kind of like been to a disadvantage of a lot of businesses trying to, use it as a B2B platform, hmm. and therefore LinkedIn are, being, are enticing them, you know, is yeah. offering this enticing yeah. product and the changes that they've made. So it's kind of interesting. But since we are talking about Facebook, let's just continue on to Facebook. <laughs> um, and I think I've pretty much said everything about Facebook, so let's just continue I'm just kidding. Um, but, yeah, Facebook's really interesting for us because – and this is just us, so I'm not saying this has anything to do with your strategy, but particularly for us um, – so we share a lot of video on our Facebook um, page and the um, we've also shared the full video of like this episode and all the episodes that we've done before the day that it goes live and they get absolutely no engagement whatsoever. People do not consume long video on Facebook, which is something we kind of, we probably already know that from our own personal use of Facebook. Like for me, I won't really watch a video for more than 30 seconds. Like if I see that it's longer than 30 seconds, mm. I'm like, well, I'll just keep scrolling by um, and I know that I wonder if, you know, Facebook have done the auto sound, or auto play on some, mm. on their videos now. They have. And I wonder, that was <laughs> so embarrassing. I was watching like a Justin Bieber thing, not because I wanted to, guys, all right. Um, but yeah, I just started playing mm. and I was like, oh my God, I've got like um, an, a reputation to uphold. But... Uh, that's that disruption again mm. that I just feel like the whole point of Facebook was giving you that you know the the power of um, deciding what you want to read and when and who from and giving it to you but now they're kind of disrupting that by playing you know video um, in saying that video does still have a lot of value so I would remove the full-length videos that we are uploading just mm. I right, Josh might be like no but I just feel the, the, the time spent to do that is not worth it because we're already getting so much more engagement from the smaller stuff. And then actually pulling back on some other things like the quotes, for example, don't do as great, um, on Facebook as, um, LinkedIn and that I'm beginning to see, um, people kind of scan through Facebook for, um, video and images Mm. And there's already text above those video and images. And I wonder if that kind of plays part in, you know, the quotes not being, um, not getting as much engagement, but again, like these things I would not know unless we actually just took that leap and did it in the first place. So anyway, I'll stop talking now and let you guys actually
1: say something. No, it's good. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Keep going. I'm curious with um, uh, Twitter and Instagram
0: as well. Yeah. And so, uh, one of the other things, because I just wanted to go back to Gary Vee. So, we're not exactly mirroring our strategy on Gary Vee. We obviously love Gary Vee here. We talk about him all the time because he's, you know, he's a hustler and it's awesome. I love Gary Vee. I want to marry Gary Vee. Not really. Um, Anyway, Um, but it's just interesting to see because he is making a lot of changes to his current strategy. And if you guys don't know who Gary Vee is, he's an entrepreneur and he does a lot of social media and content marketing on pretty much every social media platform, basically giving the content away for free, which is awesome. I'll look him up. Yeah, um, never heard of him, eh? Anyway, um, yeah, but he does about seven posts on Facebook every day, roughly. And this is like weekends as well because he has a little bit of a different audience to us, so taking that in, in mind, we post um, once every day, so uh, once every weekday, so five times a week, um, and it would be interesting to see whether we ramp that up, so if we've got particular days where we get more engagement mm-hmm. to go, okay, let's post two times on that day. So that... His kind of strategy is just um, kind of giving inspiration to go, okay, let's just see what the possibilities are because there's no one wi- right way of doing things. You don't have to post every day on a platform if it's not working for you. Um, and so this is just our kind of discovery into that. Um, does anyone want to say anything before I jump into Twitter? Um, but we're not going to decimate Twitter no. again this time. but I think that's good, <laughs>
1: yeah. I think there's no doubt that increasing the content there, and we had a chat about, um, I think MovieWeb, and then the the amount of content they put up on a Mm -hmm. daily basis. So yeah,
0: but that's their community. Their community thrives on that Facebook page, right? On their page, and so, and I think their community expects that. Yeah, Um, and also, just sorry. No, oh, also I don't I
1: don't the content's not being viewed on the page the content is but just it's an article it's a, yeah, sure, in sure. the feed that links yeah. direct to their own website but they
0: expect like I'm saying so the community that exists on Facebook that interacts with their Facebook page expects that level mm. of content right to be posted on their Facebook page
2: possibly but that's their organization is a content marketing I mean they're, they're structured around that right yeah but
1: they just produce content
2: yeah. yeah they
0: want
1: traffic there so um and there's no doubt that with us increasing our stuff which is why we have a schedule that shows I think in the first week, for every new piece of content, mm. there should be at least two to three pieces of content being posted in that first week. Yeah. So if it's all like just yes, scaled out and it drips one week after the other, yeah. And there's no doubt that that should be exponentially increasing with every week, so that it goes from three in one week to by the time it's four, it's three times four, which is twelve pieces yep. of content. So.
0: But what's really interesting about that as well, because like you're saying, you know, we kind of carry out these bits and pieces for a month afterwards, Um, Facebook seemingly has a longer memory than Twitter, for example. So the amount of times that Mm -hmm. I would push one episode may be a lot less frequent. Um, than Twitter for example um, because of, just because of the algorithm so if we've done a post about the Twitter 280 yeah. characters episode yeah. um, our audience some people in our audience might not see that until exactly. I post another post about it exactly. Like, and it yeah. might be from like three days ago and then they're like why are yeah. you posting about it twice so I would just sort of decrease the frequency Mm. of how often we're posting to Facebook just to keep the content fresh. So if I'm posting from episode 10, I might go all the way back to episode one Mm. and go, well, you know, we didn't post about that, but I think people would find that interesting and entertaining and put that on, um, on Facebook, for example. So these are the kinds of things that I want to kind of figure out and, Mm. and play around with. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, with Twitter, obviously, I think it's because it's a community of headline readers and trolls, but mainly headline readers and trolls. Um, No, it's headline readers. But, yeah, uh, because Twitter has that, you know, as we talked about, has a lack of algorithm and it is really focused Mm -hmm. on what's happening right now. We're currently posting to Twitter, I think it's once or twice per day. Um, but mainly once per day. We actually used to post once every three days, which is not enough. You technically don't exist. Um, If we're going back to Gary Vee, he posts 20 times a day on Twitter. Sometimes it's about the Jets. Um, Sometimes it's just emojis. Um, But... For most part it's linking through to his content or retweeting people he's very engaged in a conversation with people um and slowly but surely with the increase of us posting onto twitter we're getting actually people starting to now converse with us so we're playing around with retweeting them and replying to them Mm. and just keeping them very active like saying like we see you guys thank you very much for knowing we exist by the way um but yeah we also want to say that, you know, your voice is important as well because this is a conversation and you're very much a part of that conversation too. Um, and saying that, you know, it's interesting to see that Gary V does post 20 times a day because he is very, you know, uh, familiar with Twitter. He's been using it for a long time. As a lot of us have been, um, and have understood that if you know, if you don't post twenty times a day, you aren't going to be visible. There's almost no point in even using Twitter mm. if you're not going to post as often. And I'm not saying that you know we have to post twenty times a day. And when I say we, I mean I. Um, but I'm just saying that you know we now post. I think it's like two times a day, whatever it is. And I would I've actually suggested that maybe increase that to five times a day. And to fill that up because, as I was saying before, things get posted, they immediately get forgotten. Yeah. So we can go back to, like, the start of the year and mm-hmm. see what has worked really well and add it back in and go, okay, this was really, you know, this got a lot of engagement, so.
1: yeah, I, I support that makes sense.
0: Anything, any thoughts about Twitter? Like, I mean, I think 20 is insane. 20 times a day is insane to post. But, like, I guess I want to really talk about a lot of our Twitter content, is us so our content that we've created not just the podcast but past content on the blog as well what do you guys think about sort of filling that out with um personal posts like Mm. uh, people in the studio or just saying this is an article that we've read what do you guys think i'll start yeah
2: you mentioned uh gary v goes on about Sporting groups or whatever he does, yeah, right. and wine. So yeah. he's just sort of creating this Venn diagram of people who are going to be. Oh, I'm interested in in his marketing advice. Different mm-hmm. Marketing advice, and I also like that same, you know, sporting team. Wow, me and him are like so close. Yeah. Um,
0: and if are you guys besties? Exactly. Well, Do you want to talk about it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I am. Has he yeah, ever are. tweeted you by the way? <laughs> no, go on. No.
2: So if we if we. Um, put a, more of a face on the people who make up the organisation then I think you're going to find that there will be more people in Perth who are looking at them creative for digital marketing advice mm. but they might be able to relate to actual individuals as well um,
1: well I mean that's, that's amazing
0: yeah
1: do you really want to start the Eagles Dockers war though mm. Yeah, that's like, the other thing, sides? Too.
0: It's funny because like... I mean, he, a, he
1: does it with the Jets and then
0: well, I think a bunch sport, of people come back and they say,
1: we hate the Jets, but they still follow yeah, um, them. That's fine. I'm not interested in
2: sport remotely, so yeah. I would never be suggesting that we uh, even touch that. This is the breakdancer
0: <laughs> But if we go back to sport, like sport's a pretty neutral ground, right? Like if it's like, if i see a <laughs> Dockers... Like, what I'm neutral. saying is in comparison to religion or politics, which a lot of people very yeah. wisely avoid altogether... Um, and because you know, you open up a wider conversation that beca- can become very heated, especially on Twitter, that can be quite volatile. Go, with um, Keanu.
2: I said it. What? Never mind. As you were. Can yep. Did he
0: say Keanu? No. Okay, because all I can hear is Keanu. That's fine. Go, Keanu. <laughs> Go, Keanu, you good thing. What did he say? Anyway, um, yeah, sports kind of that thing that everyone can kind of latch onto. So, yeah, if it's like, if we're Eagles supporters, mm-hmm. which we are now, because. <laughs> it's happening and I've said so. Um, but yeah, we could probably open that dialogue with someone who's a Docker supporter, for example, or someone who, you know, is a Richmond supporter and we didn't even make it into the grand final this year. And you can kind of like, you know, go back and forth. So that's kind of like opening that conversation as well. Um, but yeah, in terms of like, it, it's weird because there's so many things going on in the world yeah. that we want to, um, you know, make a comment about because mm-hmm. we feel that like as human beings, it's something that we connect with um, but whether that's um, something to do with whether it's relevant to us it, it can be quite difficult. That's to actually that's an interesting that.
2: point um, because yeah I mean I listen to quite a lot of tech podcasts and, and sometimes they get uh, slammed by their listeners for not addressing world issues mm. um, and then they, they have to state their case of being well some we think from listening to you know our listeners um, sometimes people, don't want to talk about the election or yeah. listen about the election results that happened in the United States of America, and they mm. just want to hear some tech news or something that mm-hmm. happened that week. That sort of thing. So it's 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 interesting when a, a company um, or an organisation or just a group of people have to decide, you know, um, whether or not they are actively, um, it, you know, taking a side, you mm. know. You know, yeah. a bench or something like that. So and it's interesting. it's, it's like yeah. if you
0: talk about one situation then why won't you talk about this situation yeah, exactly. and then it can just kind of like snowball into like oh mm-hmm. you know what is what are we actually what are we actually talking about? Mm. here? Yeah, it's mm. hard cuz as you know, someone who has a login to the Twitter account. There are things that I want to like, yeah. but then even just liking them, it could be seen as, well, you're mm-hmm. favouring this organisation or, oh, okay, now I can see your political alignment, for example. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, you've got to be really careful about those kinds of things as well. Mm. So I can move on to Instagram if you want.
1: Well, I think we're all agreed that the increased <laughs> content is going to be good. And then, yeah, having... um having a, a clear strategy in terms of what type of content that we, you're going to be liking, engaging mm. or topically what you're going to be talking about. I and mean, that's what we do for any of our clients anyway. So
0: yeah, yeah seems maybe,
1: fine. Yeah. That's all sorted. Then
0: I guess so, um, going back to into talking about putting posts that are a little bit more personal in terms of, you know, what's going on in the studio, mm-hmm. for example, mm-hmm. I kind of found that they've done really well if it's, more planned so for example yep. all the shots that we had at style Aid, um which was us dressed to the nines and posing for a photo because we knew a photo was being taken does a lot better than like a candid in the studio of us just doing lunges or someone holding the unicorn so it's kind of interesting to see that you know it's a little bit more are you looking right now but it's a talking little about bit instagram yeah no i'm talking about twitter I'm actually talking about Twitter now because I'm, I'm just trying to think. Like, it would actually be really good that. Hey, that? <laughs> <it>! oh, what? <laughs> We're creating content right now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Woo! Um. It's interesting to see that. You know, is it worth implementing more personal content of like showing the personality of the studio into Twitter when the real value really seems to be headlines and that quick like. Okay, I got this scandalous quote or there's another picture of Simon Sinek with his top button undone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like these kinds of pieces of content, which I immediately get value out of, Mm. Um, probably more value than us being goofy on the balcony at lunchtime. So I'm just trying to figure out whether Mm -hmm. to not have those because they don't really seem to get much engagement and just kind of replace it with stuff that people can get that immediate value from headlines. And if they want to continue reading through to the source content, Mm.
1: So it's all good stuff like over the next two weeks as well when you implement this you're also going to work out whether that type of engagement is what you really want based on the overall goals Yeah. because yeah I mean there's definitely something to be said for increasing activity to increase the awareness of the brand Mm. but then it's also about acknowledging who the people are that are on Twitter who could assist our brand in terms of exposure etc so if there are no communications managers business owners marketing managers then if if our market if our market is not there then it might give us an idea of okay cool based on the activity it takes for us on twitter on a monthly basis maybe we should peel some of that resource away and put it onto instagram Mm -hmm. or maybe we should put more into twitter because of x results so
0: it's interesting because we get a lot actually we get a, a lot of traffic to our website from twitter so we get the most um yeah, I think it's like the highest percentage of traffic from social. It's from Twitter, um, and that's because we post a lot more than anywhere else. Um, but that's because again, there's no algorithm, and again, we're posting during Perth time. That's our target location. All these kinds of things. So, um, but we don't, we haven't actually converted from Twitter. So we're more likely to convert through LinkedIn and Facebook. And so that's why I wonder, you know, would more of my energy go towards that more personalised um, platform with that algorithm. As opposed to Twitter, where it's just like now, our strategy is we just have to constantly be saying something just for attention. So
2: Twitter does have an algorithm. It's the while you're away, and that's which is
0: annoying.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: I never. I'm Hands like down. Cross, cross, annoying. I don't care about. I'm like because I yeah. expect is like from the most recent to yeah. Go on. Sorry. I would
2: love to um, test. Love. I would love to test that thing out and figure out how we can get ourselves in there because we don't seem yeah. to get in
0: there. I know. All right. So I know. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Instagram. Sorry what? I interrupted you. We're gonna hack it. Oh we're gonna hack it. Okay, yeah. we're gonna hashtag hack it. But yeah, Instagram, for example. So um, there's a few faults with our Instagram. I don't know if you guys have figured this out. But if you actually look through our feed, a lot of it is um, Oh, my phone's over there, that's unfortunate. But um, a lot of it is the black uh, thumbnail for a video. Yeah. And that's really it's a fade unfortunate. Because it, yeah. it's a fade in and, you know, it has to be stuff. Um, But yeah, we could just start it. But yeah, the issue with that is because we're buffering that content, so we're uploading it, and then with buffer again, you still have to manually um, post it on Instagram. Um, It asks you for a cover photo, and um, it doesn't seem to be working on iOS for whatever reason. It works on Android, so... Anyway, uh, yeah, so that's a bit of a problem. The other issue there too is because people are consuming content really quickly on Instagram, you yeah. have to give them a reason to actually watch your video. Yep. And a really good way of doing that is with uh, text on video because at least they're kind of – or yeah. um, image. Because then they can actually see, okay, you know, it's, it kinda, it's that like item model that we talked about before, item model, whatever, um, getting the attention initially and yep. then getting them to actually watch because it's really about attention – then getting them to watch, so I think that's like how it really works there. So we really need to talk about yeah. I mean, we talking about that. Well, next, we're doing but it. We're doing it, but We've yeah. we
1: already talked
0: about it. But then again, you know, as we talked about with LinkedIn, because instagram is such a specific platform like we've had videos of our outtakes for example like before we start recording Mm. before we actually start the podcast we'll have like us recording for a bit just talking about topics and it's a little bit more relaxed because we're not on um and i've been taking those and actually making clips out of those and putting them on instagram because it's a little bit more um you know relaxed for example and they do so well like and, you know, I think it was like from episode two or three and we were joking around because you called it BAMcast and I was like, hang on, I thought it was the BAM Creative Show. No one told Whatever me. Whatever it was, I didn't it was get podcast. The memo yeah, you weren't <laughs> here. There or something like that. But that <laughs> video is done so well yeah. on Twitter and Instagram um, and even Facebook, for example. So it's like, okay, am I actually going to be taking content from before we even do the episode mm-hmm. and that's what I'm going to be using on Instagram mixed in with actual tidbits that people can use moving forward because the other thing about Instagram too is people love motivational quotes yeah. right They on um, Instagram it still does really well mm-hmm. so yeah
1: so is that a question or are you deciding I was just
0: talking non-stop really I think,
1: be good. I think it's a super um, cut yeah. I think it's agreed that that'll be done as well yeah like the mix of the personal stuff we have to include the personal stuff the culture oh, stuff oh I had
0: an idea Yeah.
1: hang on wait
2: let me get you this one you had an out. idea but let-, let me get this one out <laughs> hold that door. <laughs> Before we, well, we're going to ask the crowd whether it's Ida or Ada, okay, two different Oh, okay, so we're going to get a Ida. Twitter poll You say Ida? Um, Ida I don't What if we do, um...
0: <laughs> Ida or... Aida? We Aida? do a little
2: video super just for Instagram that is four scenes, four very short snippets yeah. That marry up to Ida or Ada principles Aida. And we're going to see how that works Okay, cool I- Get um, their attention My
0: idea... Okay, so my other idea was... Can I carry on?
2: You
0: can start now. I was listening. That made it seem like I wasn't listening. Um, (laughs) But some of the... I I was. But some of the um, photos, for example... (laughs) Some of the photos, for example... Okay, I had a thought. So... um, looking at some people's feeds fine it was Gary V's feed but looking at some people's <laughs> a lot of people's feeds right I've also noticed that people have been you know they repost stuff from Snapchat or they repost stuff from Instagram stories so mm. they'll actually have like the stickers on there the location thing and then they've actually reposted it into their feed and I kind of found that those posts have been doing well because the text and you know the stickers and whatever actually Mm. gets people to look and know what it is what the purpose of that photo is rather than you know like someone taking a selfie and then having an inspirational quote about Mm. never giving up find that really weird but for us for example it's like is that a really cool way to bring in our personality and go like yeah we're cool we're with the cool kids and we use instagram stories for example because a lot of us actually do like on our personal accounts Mm. and like is that a cool little thing to bring into bam on the feed and go okay. So we're going to use stickers and things like that on the photos in our actual feed. So I don't know. That was just another thought as well. That's more to increase engagement and get people like actually clicking on it. Because
2: so strategy is basically um, a series of uh, ideas yeah. that are implemented and then that's uh, tested mm-hmm. and then reported upon. Pretty much. When a decision is made.
0: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say, like, we're going to do that immediately. And I wouldn't say that every single photo is going to have that. It's just like, let's just try it every now and then to see what happens. And if someone's Mm. like, why are you using Mm. the Viking hat for, like, you know, Dave, for example, who is such a Viking, by the way, and deserves that Viking hat. I'm going to do that right now. Um, But, yeah, it's like, just adds a fun, you know, element to it. So, that's just something that I was thinking about, too. Let's do that. And... Also, just quickly, if I could just jump into a couple of like question marks here. Yeah, moving go for forward. it. Yep. Uh, one is medium. So, my yeah. thought was, right, so if you guys, I don't know if you guys know this, but we actually, each and every episode, we'll do a bunch of um, full show notes mm. and then we actually do a breakdown of the episode, so episode highlights. So, my thought was, um, I'm sorry, we also linked to the YouTube video and the audio so you can kind of get everything of that episode. So, my thought was, would I actually take that full post? Mm-hmm. And post that on medium. So break up that poster, yeah. keep the um, episode highlights and the YouTube and the podcast stream on the website. Take the full post, post that on medium and link it back to our website. Like no. You're gone.
1: Um no. Like yeah. we wanna have the original content on our own website. I know that. And then we would rewrite the rewrite, content that's it. on Medium, yeah. make it shorter, more consumable,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so that, again, people consuming some of the, the guts of the uh, stuff okay, and then linking so back through.
0: Now I'm thinking, okay. So yeah,
1: everything you should be... probably do that quite yeah. quickly, though, if you've already oh, written yeah. the blog post.
0: Because that's what I'm thinking. Cause yeah. So when I write the full yeah. post, I do episode highlights after, so it's like actual timestamps of the interesting things that happen mm. in the episode. So, but there are times mm. where those episode highlights get pretty detailed, and it almost becomes a post itself. So now I'm thinking like, okay, that is like the basis of like the medium article. Because it's like those are the p- bits and pieces from the episode that I find really interesting. And that I think the user or audience would get value out of.
2: My recommendation there would be that a medium post would be a self-contained idea, okay? Now, okay. in one of our episodes, we're probably going to have um, three or yeah, four yeah. of these, and you break them up, yeah. okay? So what you'd probably want to do is just focus on maybe the longest or the most most interesting one mm. uh, that we did talk yeah. about, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then just, just give it a, a start, middle, and end, um, you know, based on what we talked about. Yeah. And then a link at the bottom, you know. For more more information. Yeah. What do you
0: guys think about Medium oh, yeah. anyway? Well,
2: like I said already, that Happy, I, I yeah. you know it, it recommends things I might be interested in, and they're really interesting things. Yeah. So, um, as per uh, a strategy, let's let's try it. Let's
0: try it out. And then measure it,
2: and then make an informed decision in a month's time. You heard it right
0: here. We're yeah. adding something to our strategy.
2: Yeah.
0: Family yeah. talk. Yeah.
1: I think all the episodes as well. They mm. also lend themselves to to be able to be repurposed or rewritten into two to three like mm-hmm. fairly substantial articles mm-hmm. that which could be added to our own content like as far as blog articles mm-hmm. are concerned. I mm-hmm. agree. So I mean yeah. There's it's all it's all about wherever we're at right yeah. now and then going from there to implementing this, which will take us to there. And yeah. then we'll either we'll throw away the stuff that doesn't work. Yeah make everything else look really good but yeah it's all exciting stuff
0: I love it next one sorry the beauty of it
1: is that it's
2: um, I mean it doesn't have to be as time sensitive um, uh, you know the fact that we record something uh, and then we get it out and it's related Mm. to a podcast whereas if we're just taking one idea we've got a whole back catalog we've got 11 previous episodes so there's plenty to to draw from and we can can really take
1: the highlights that are suited to that there'll be easily 33 articles in there oh and so like at, like gonna conservatively right <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's, that's, what, what weekend, our,
0: <laughs> that's what the weekends are for people <laughs> that's what our
1: new hire is for we look forward to you starting with us soon
0: tomorrow all thanks right. guys yep. Send you um <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. um cool all right i'm excited about that because i really want to delve into that that medium yeah on medium no, i agree. I it'll be yeah. cool
1: yeah, before we move on to you is it youtube Oh, no, you're up here. Anchor, yeah. cool. Um, before we move on to there as well, it also highlights another opportunity for us with the website, mm. which is
2: yeah.
1: the website and, and the content hasn't necessarily been as as optimized for key mm. phrases as mm-hmm. it could be. Mm-hmm. So thus either looking going forward at having a very – And we're all, like, the podcast works really good because we're organic and we we come up with the topics based on what we know, what we're experiencing, what we're seeing in the market, which is fine. Um, So, but it also opens up the opportunity for us to either um, look at ways to easily optimize the content for the podcast episodes themselves, or when we're doing the content, we're actually doing that content directly for search engine optimization traffic. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think it's, it's, you know... We're just gonna we're gonna go from here up to there. It'll be awesome.
0: We're gonna be on a boat. On a dinghy.
1: On a boat. Like
0: we'll start with a dinghy and then work our way up. (laughs) <laughs> um, okay I mean we could talk about YouTube because YouTube's actually a really interesting thing for me so YouTube is my YouTube I just called it it's fine you can you can quote me on that but YouTube is the new LinkedIn for me because it's really interesting so we post the full um, this video onto YouTube and then all of the video clips over the next you know month or whatever it is and we don't really bring any traffic to YouTube at all so all the people watching our videos um, are from the website and all those little clips that we have on YouTube actually get repurposed and you know loaded onto LinkedIn and Instagram, for example.
1: Oh, YouTube. Um, YouTube video watches are happening on BAM, not on YouTube.
0: So a lot of them are happening on BAM. So okay. the full uh, mm-hmm. video episode uh, is you know being viewed mainly on the website. Cool. Um, our and. Yeah, so the clips are not really being viewed that much. So, you know, it's kinda of interesting because obviously I would like to do the clips for the different platforms, but I am wondering is is YouTube just a place where I'm putting the full episode or am I still just, or am I creating all the clips for all the different platforms and then just uploading them to YouTube? Like I don't really know what the best way what the best thing to do is there.
1: I think we should continue because we're staggering the publication, right?
0: Yeah. So they're yeah. scheduled like you know, every now and then. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And YouTube was never looked at as a traffic source for us. The point of YouTube was to assist in the indexation of the podcast page. yeah. As well as being able to ensure that there are additional links over time, even though they're no follow that are being added. And then they're being noted as far as, as far as, uh, as part of the backlink profile, yeah. So that's the benefit of us continuing to do it.
0: So in that, I mean, I think rather than going, okay, I'm going to actually create these clips for YouTube specifically, then I'll right. actually go. Yeah, so. I'm just going to create it for LinkedIn, for Facebook, for Twitter, for mm-hmm. Instagram, and every clip that I create for those networks, for example. They're just going onto YouTube.
2: I think that's absolutely fine. Yeah. 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 As long as they're not duplicate, it makes sense.
0: Yeah. I think we'll give that a shot this time. And then the other one, of course, is Anchor. And Anchor's really interesting. Anchor is a podcasting app we talked about quite a few times. Um, and it's growing traction. I think they recently were able to fund $10 million or something like that. And this is like literally within the last week or so. They're going from strength to strength. They're increasing their employee base. So that's really interesting as well. Um, I've noticed a change in anchor. So I've been using Anchor for the last three months or so. Um, initially when I began on anchor these five minute recorded segments, people can call in, um, and you can replay their call ins. Um, so you are basically like leaving voicemails essentially, then the segment disappears after 24 hours and you can repost it if you want to. Um, they've implemented things like comments, for example. So now people can actually comment on a segment. They don't have to listen. Um, and then, wait till it's over and then call in. Um, so the the commenting feature has um, kind of killed the call-in mm. feature, which is kind of sad because I kind of liked the call-in feature. It's added a little bit more personality to it. The other issue with Anchor is the fact that if you follow um, like 10 Anchors, for example, that's 10 people it, because it is a social network mm. – um, if you don't listen to other people's podcasts, you go got anchors, you kind of lose a bit of affluence. Yep. Um, whereas if listening to a podcast doesn't have that because you can just listen to a podcast whenever you want, doesn't matter, you know, no one knows that you're listening to it. Uh, anchor's a little bit different. So as much as I, I can see a value of going and using that platform, I see traction there. Mm. I'm also a little bit reserved because you need to post every day to be constant. You need to listen to people's anchors and Mm -hmm. you need to applaud their segments to really get people engaged in your anchor, like coming back to your anchor and seeing and you raising up in the charts. So we've dabbled a little bit with anchor, but I'm sort of on the fence for BAM specifically.
1: Yeah. I'd probably put it on the back, Brennan. Like the biggest pull for me was the the live core recordings. Yeah. So to be able to take those and play them, um, well, I guess it's great that we can still get comments just like we can from Twitter mm. or even direct life. messages, yeah. you know, Facebook messages, etc. So yeah, we just, I'd say that that's probably something we'll have to look at maybe a month or two time.
0: Yeah. 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 And I think it is kind of, I think the fact that The segments do get removed after 24 hours you can save them as episodes so for example but if you forget (laughs) you can't save it you actually have to replay it on your station and save it as an episode i believe that's how it works but i think the beauty of podcasts is the fact that you can go all the way back in their feed and listen to whatever whenever and I think that's the real beauty of podcasts Mm. I think that's kind of where anchor's missing out a little bit there so yeah I agree that I'll probably keep that on the back burner for bam moving forward as well Mm, that's that's kind of like the dot points for where I felt that um our general strategy is currently and where we can move forward and that's why I'm kind of like not really I don't really want to do paid at the moment I still just want to like keep going with the organic because there's so much um engagement currently and I'd love to see where that can go with these new changes that we will be making. Um, but, yeah.
2: I'm looking forward to the recap episode in a month or two.
0: Oh, yeah, seeing what happened. But, I mean, look, like, we're talking about this openly because I hope that, you know, people can get value from this mm. and see where we're going with ours and that there's no secret here. You know, we're not trying to hide anything from you guys. Like, we want you guys to get as much value from this as, as you know, we're getting from this as well. So.
2: Mm. So it's awesome if you're still listening that means it worked
0: yeah thanks for listening yeah. to me talk for like an entire <laughs> I think I've been here for about seven hours now that's what it feels like but um that's really like the deep dive into our digital strategy, I suppose. Is there any thoughts that you guys have before we like just start? Well done,
2: Jess. That's all I can say. Closing this Yeah, up. it was good. It was We're really rolling it out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no. All right, cool. Well, if you yeah. guys have any questions, um, even about, you know, your digital strategy as well and our digital strategy too, you can always email us, which is podcast at bam.com.au. Um, you can also tweet us at bamcreative and you can call us, but, you know, just find the number on our website. that's pretty much it thanks yeah that's it so thanks so much for listening and watching guys really appreciate it see you next time thank you bye